Hey, this is Delitra. Hey, everybody, this is Angela. And you're listening to Nutrient Sisters, a podcast dedicated to helping you learn how to nourish yourself. Welcome to another episode of Nutrient Sisters. I am Delitra, and I'm here with my co-host, Angela. Today, we're discussing the topic of navigating through food holidays. So now we're in the fall season, and soon it will be Thanksgiving and eventually Christmas. And it seems like Americans always seem to create holidays that are centered around food, if you think about it, you know, at Thanksgiving, Christmas, 4th of July, Easter, there's a lot of food um, related to those holidays. And I feel like Christmas and Thanksgiving are the most notorious food holidays. In my experience uh, working with patients, especially in weight loss, um, in a weight loss clinic, they struggle with navigating through this season when it relates to food. So that's true, especially if you have a disordered relationship with food, which I find that a lot of individuals do. So traditionally, you may think of disorder to mean like someone with an eating disorder, which of course is applicable in this situation. But I'm also referring to um, individuals who struggle with their weight or their eating habits or experience the pressure of diet culture and society's expectations of how they should behave. And in this season, there's so many articles and publications regarding holiday weight gain, which I think contributes to the fear or anxiety that individuals have about food holidays. Some may have fear about what a family member will say about their weight or how much or how little they eat at a function, or some may have a rigid plan on what they intend, what they intend to eat at a function or party. There are another set of individuals who fast during breakfast and lunch in order to prepare for the big meal. All these, all of these things, while they are very common, they are abnormal when it relates to having a healthy relationship with food. So this is something that I wanted to talk about, which I feel like is pretty um, relevant, especially with the patients that I encounter in my own experiences. But Angela, I want to hear about your experience um, during the holidays if you ever experienced this or if you have any insight about gaining weight during the holidays. Right. Yeah. So, you know, Delisha, I think this is uh this is just a really interesting subject for me personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I would agree that a lot of my patients as well that I see when I work with, they also have a lot of issues surrounding the holidays and food and things. But for me, I can honestly say that I don't and I never have 
uh, tracked my weight during the holidays. Um, okay. I I love food. I love cooking. For me, it brings me happiness. It de-stresses me. Um, and I don't yeah. necessarily like use the excuse of the holidays as a reason for me to eat like quote unquote bad foods um, okay. or, or to overeat or to just, you know, let myself go quote unquote. Right. Mm-hmm. So for the most part, I maintain like a sense of awareness, I guess, and like an understanding of foods. Um, this, this could be because I've studied that for years. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie on that, on that part, but, um, yeah, I'll also add that I don't like my family and I, we don't eat with extended family. So I, I, I really only eat with my sisters, my brother, um, my parents. I don't ever eat with like, um, my grandma or my aunts or my uncles, cousins, whatever. Like we, we just have never done that really. So, so yeah, I also don't have that like added stress from family members, um, as well, which I know a lot of people do. So, <laughs> yeah. but, but, um, but mostly for me, it's just like another day. I don't really view the holidays as like this, like crazy, um, you know, moment. Like I have the freedom to kind of do what I enjoy because, um, because I kind of eat what I want on a, on an everyday basis. So I don't, I, I'm not like stressed out about it when it comes time for mm-hmm. the holidays. Um, you know, I've never like really made myself food rules. I've never been like, oh, I worked out. So now I can have that slice of cake or like, oh man, I ate terribly this weekend. So now like it's salads for the rest of the week. Like, yeah, I, I've just, I've I've never done that. And, um, you know, I, I kind of strive to eat well every day and eating well can include those quote unquote forbidden foods that I think a lot of people, um, kind of refuse to eat. But Mm -hmm. I would say... I say all of that because um, I just personally cannot relate to those who don't think this way. Um, And I think that's why I wanted to kind of get that out in the open, because I understand for a lot of our followers, even maybe for you, like it may look completely different for for other people. Um, But I think the one thing that I kind of want to say, like right now, out in the open, so that everyone knows that one day of consuming more calories than usual is not going to make you gain weight, nor yeah. is it going to ruin your metabolism. Yeah. I think that's like the biggest thing, because as you said, we, we all have these ideas that kind of surround the holiday, like, oh, tips for not gaining weight during the hol- during Thanksgiving and like, you know, all these things. Um, and it's just, it's, it's, it's troubling because if you, if you eat a certain amount of calories throughout the year, like one day of excess isn't going to make you gain weight. And we're so right. scared of that concept um, mm-hmm. because eventually you, know, you, you, you eat an excess amount and then you kind of return to your normal routine. Like it's if we are talking about somebody who actually binge eats every single day, then yes, that's a problem. Um, right. But to eat a little bit more than you typically eat, it's not, it's not going to make you gain weight for one day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're going to feel differently, right? Like you're going to be bloated, you might be dehydrated, you're going to feel extremely full, you know, um, but that doesn't mean that you've gained weight. I think that's the one thing I want people to understand. Um, because I mean, you and I know that a pound of fat is technically 3,500 calories, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you kind of break that down, if someone's kind of eating about 
let's say 18 to 2000 calories a day. Um, and then let's say during Thanksgiving, you eat a little bit more. Chances are you're not going to eat an excess of 3,500 calories. Like that's, that's a lot. There's, there's probably a small percentage of people who do. And yeah. for those people, I would say, yeah, that's, that's kind of leaning more towards, you know, binge eating and that might mm-hmm. require some counseling. Um, yeah. But I would sure. say that that most people aren't going to be eating an excess of like 5,500 calories. Like that just, that's right. just not a lot of people. Um, yeah. And I think like for the most part, holidays don't need to be so scary. I mean, you, you've kind of, you kind of mentioned it in the beginning. Like people are just so worried about this, this idea of gaining weight and, and kind of letting themselves go and, um, and I would say that like a big piece of advice would be to like mindfully eat. Mm-hmm. So and I don't know if you do this, but, and cause I, I actually rarely do. So I feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm preaching it, but I need to start doing it myself. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey guys, just mindfully eat. And I don't do it myself, but I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> it's so counter what like, you know what is normal for us like it's a simple concept but it's so different at least for me for me than like what I've learned like growing up and eating and how I've eaten before so it's like ah, this just feels abnormal but it's totally significant and uh, needed in, in in situations like this for sure yes no for sure I mean because we know that mindfully eating is the idea of like slowing down, savoring each bite, kind of listening to the cues in your body that tell you whether you're hungry or full, um, just being more engaged with your friends and your family like in that moment. Um, yeah. And I think that we all need to start kind of like practicing that and, and especially doing that during Thanksgiving. Um, right. And another thing would be, I think, to sort of just maintain a normal schedule. Um, like yeah. continue drinking your water throughout the day, continue eating yeah. regular meals. Like, like you said, don't skip breakfast and lunch in order to make room for this huge meal. Right. Um, just kind of keep doing what you've always done and then incorporate the meal at Thanksgiving as like a normal meal. Like <laughs> I right. think, I think the issue is that we've put such a large emphasis on this one holiday that in our heads, we've made it out to be more than it is or more than it should be. I think right. Sure. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of it is just going to be us sort of like rewiring our brain to think a little bit differently. Um, mm-hmm. Because like you said, I mean, this is this is truly one of the only holidays that we have where it is completely centered around food. Like, yeah. yes, yeah. Christmas and, you know, New Year's and, and Easter. Like, yeah, you have food during those times, but at mm-hmm. least you have other things to like think about. Yeah. Where Thanksgiving, like, it's just like, no, we're just going to eat a bunch of food. Like, (laughs) it is. Yeah. Yeah. We need to, like, I think we need to get more of an emphasis on, like, what it, well, I guess maybe what it's supposed to mean, because, you know, what it really means is not what we think it means. But, but the idea of, like, giving (laughs) thanks, giving thanks for all we have and, like, spending time with family. And, um, I think, like, we've, as a society, we've combined the idea of like relaxation with eating and mm-hmm. we just are, we're just like, we like to pause our typical schedule in order to like relax and eat well. And, and I think that ends up hurting us in the end. Um, 
because we just end up giving ourselves permission to do whatever we want. And I think overeating kind of becomes the issue in that sense. And so, so by that you're, you're meaning, so what, what part about the relaxing and eating, how are, how are those related? Do you think? I Well, I mean, we know that like eating food, I mean, it makes you feel great, right? So like right. we have the idea of like those meals that kind of give you comfort, right? Comfort meals. Yeah. Um, and like we eat those during Thanksgiving, mashed potatoes, mac and cheese, like mm-hmm. the turkey and the and the gravy. And it's like, it's all warm and it makes you feel good. And there's, there's memories attached to it. And um, so when we have off, because we also have off from work during this time, we're just like, right. okay, like now we get to pause what we normally do. I don't have to worry gotcha. about much. I'm going to have a great time and I'm just going to eat whatever I want and it's going to make me feel great. And okay. like, and like, we've just combined those two things to mean like the same thing, like eating, eating a lot and then relaxing. Like, okay. uh, I don't have to focus on my diet because I'm just relaxing and like, you know, and okay. it's, it's, I think it ends up hurting us. Okay. I, I get what you mean now. Like we're, we're taking a vacation from our normal eating habits and uh, sometimes that can lead to an, an unhealthy practice of overeating. Cause we're like, oh, okay, just caution to the wind. So certainly if you do that uh, over and over again, chronically, that can be, be an issue. So yeah, I understand that. Um, right. Right. And I did. Yeah. And I did want to ask your perspective, because I know when we talked about this topic, you were like, well, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> and I can tell, like, you know, based off of, you know, what you were saying, that this is not something that you personally encounter or have to uh, consider during this time. But you're aware of, like... Yeah, I'm definitely aware. I mean, because I see it, like, like you said, like, you had a lot of clients that come in and um they struggle during the holidays and I see that a lot it's like they'll they'll be doing really well during the summer and then they're like oh my god but like the holidays are coming up and they start freaking out and I'm like are you okay like just like a couple days here and there like (laughs) yeah it's this the struggle is real and I I know you said like personally you can relate but I personally can I think my issue with this topic has only subsided maybe in the past few years, which I think can be maybe surprising for uh, individuals who are a dietitian or health professionals to think that they may have, you know, some trouble sometimes as well with their eating patterns. And I'll be honest, like, even though it has subsided, like sometimes those thoughts more so of like guilt about overeating is what I'm referring to. Um, they'll come up, but I'm able to cast them down more. And I know you said like, you don't have, uh, your extended family, um, around, but like dealing with family commenting about, you know, how much or how little, uh, you eat is definitely something that I experienced. And I think the issue, which I feel like you alluded to are really pinpointed is that society approaches eating as a morality issue so that can be on both sides like if you eat too much something is wrong with you and if you eat too little something is wrong with you Mm. and of course if there's like you were saying if there's a medical issue like if you have an eating disorder or you're binging 
are chronically overeating, that's a problem. Um, but I'm referring to a person judging what and how much a person, a healthy person eats. So mm. I feel like it's okay to feel concerned if you do, but not to berate or police someone else's eating habits. And especially someone like you don't, like who you don't know, or you don't really know like that. So I don't understand why you'd be concerned about your, well, <laughs> your coworker or your family member that you only see like once a year. And by concerned, um, I mean, in the way that you just take that one instance or your few instances, and you've made an assumption an assumption about who they are and how their health is, um, when really it's it's none of your business, and it's a wasted effort because you can't control how much someone eats or force them into eating less or more. And it's interesting to me because of our profession, people automatically think that we're the food police. Have you experienced that before? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I really don't care about what other people are eating as long as it's not like stinky or, or loud or something like that. And usually if I make a comment about what someone else is eating, it's to compliment their food and ask them for a res- recipe. Um, Cause I'm worried about what I'm eating, <laughs> what I'm eating. Um, right. And the other peculiar thing to me is that p- when people look at my plate as a guide for what they should eat, they're like, Ooh, let me see what you're eating. You know, I need to be healthy. I need to do this. Like, you know, what do I need to do? Or on the other end of the spectrum, like, when I bring in or choose a food that's more comfort or pleasure, they try. some people try to berate me for eating the food. Like, mm-hmm. you're supposed to be the dietitian, and how could you eat like that? And right. it's like, what? Is, is that how you would want me to approach you when you're eating something that I don't really care for? I don't think that's healthy. Like, it's... It, it makes me feel uncomfortable and awkward, but now I'm more like confident in the clapback <laughs> because right. it's like, no, you are the, like, I told somebody, I said, see, this is the problem with America. You're judging what I'm eating and what I'm doing and you shouldn't be concerned. And that's why people are on the other ends of the spectrum, like they have an eating disorder. They're not eating enough or they're eating too much because of your comments and your your judgment and when you do that then it makes people feel ashamed about what they've eaten or if it's an eating disorder not is not not enough and then you know they can choose to gain weight or to lose weight in ways that are unhealthy so mm-hmm. it's not it's not a productive thing and i it's sad to me when patients like they feel ashamed to tell me what they've eaten and when they're ashamed they're not truthful about their eating habits and then it yeah. makes me more it's, it's more difficult for me to get them the help that they need like I, I don't know what the full truth is here because of how you perceive that I'm going to react to you know what you've eaten 
Right, right. Yeah, and um, to go, kind of go off of, you know, for somebody who doesn't overeat and they kind of do the reverse, they don't eat as much. Yeah. Um, it's the only, you know, anorexia and bulimia, like those are the only two uh, eating disorders where you are positively reinforced by doing the negative harmful things to yourself. Because mm-hmm. when someone doesn't eat a lot, um, they, because people, people will always like talk about like your weight, right? That's always like the number one thing. People are like, oh, wow, you look good. Or you gained weight or, you know, whatever it is. And for people who have eating disorders, um, when you positively reinforce this by saying, hey, you look really good. Have you lost weight? Mm -hmm. And secretly that person has an eating disorder and maybe they're, you know, um, eating something and then throwing it up or they're just not eating a lot at all. Yeah. It, the cycle is going to continue because now you're feeding into this. You're telling them that they look amazing, whether you knew it or not. And I think that's why people need to just like stop talking about yeah. A, what people are eating mm-hmm. and then B, what people look like. Yeah. <laughs> like that yeah. should not be the first thing. If I go to see my aunts and my uncles and my cousins and whoever, they shouldn't, that the first thing they should say to me is like, hello, how are you? Not like, right. wow. Look at you. You put a little meat on your bones. Right. Like that's not right. That's no. not okay. No. It's awful. It's like, "Oh, you've gotten big or you thick or ooh, girl." It's like, "Wait, what?" Like, I didn't think I was coming here to, to be uh harassed. What the heck? You know, right. it's just not appropriate and it's usually somebody who I well, clearly it's not somebody who's a constant figure in my life because if you were around me, you would have known I was already thick. This is right. you know, this is a new development for you. So right. should you even be concerned? I don't even see you, you know, that much. So you, right. you really need to mind mind your business. Right. Um, but it's it's something that's like poor etiquette that still happens. And I know that adds to um the stress that people have when it comes to the holidays. And I know you, um, you mentioned mindful eating, um, as a tool to, to navigate, you know, the food holidays and have some healthy habits. Um, another thing that I can add on to the tips for healthy habits are to maintain your your physical activity, especially if that's mm. if you're concerned about you know nothing extreme, but if you're concerned about you know your weight fluctuation, like you said, keep the same schedule, keep you know staying active, um, take a walk, right. you know, before or after the meal, keep your same routine. Um, you know, this doesn't have to be a time where. You have to stop that. And you can go on a walk with your friends or your family and catch up that way. And you're you're beating like um, you're basically. um, What is it? Killing two birds with the stone. (laughs) Basically with one stone. Yeah. 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 So you're keeping you're keeping up with your family, but also keeping on your schedule um, for physical activity. Another thing is, you know, I know at especially at Thanksgiving is, is, uh, it's a lot of food and there is a lot of meat and things like that, but there are some, some vegetables, 
Um, and sometimes I've seen fruits there. So think about prioritizing, you know, still getting your fruit and vegetables uh, for the day. Those are nutritious and they can help you with, um, you know, they're higher in fiber, so they can help you to feel more full, especially if you have an issue with that. Because I know some people, they just say that they're they're just really hungry all the time and that's why they just keep eating. And sometimes I find that they're not eating enough uh, fiber. Uh, right. You, you talked about drinking water. That's very important. Um, mm-hmm. Also, we were talking about like some of the negative conversations or comments that people can have. Try to keep, you know, try to be a person that keeps the conversation positive. So if someone's talking about somebody else's weight, you know, um, it, it could be helpful for you to like, oh, let's talk about, you know, Katie graduated or she's graduated from college this year and how she feels about that. You can be right. a part of a positive um, change in your family or your friend discussions uh, that you have. So everything is not about weight gain or how healthy the food is or not, which I, I, I find that interesting when people talk about the health of the food when it's like, well, I don't think we came here for uh, right. a healthy buffet. <laughs> like we knew, you know, what was going to happen here. Right. Right. No. And I think um, to kind of go along with that, like, I mean, the reason why a lot of people feel guilt around food, especially during the holidays, is really due to the amount of food rules that we've placed on ourselves as a society. Yeah. Um, and I would say, I, I, I honestly believe that like social media has spiked a lot of those ideas because now we have such a constant stream of something to compare, you know, everything that we do. Um, um, and I would say, you know, because this is like one of the holidays where everyone in the country is sort of eating almost the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really easy to, to continue to kind of compare yourselves like, oh, wow, this person, I see this person's plate and they had turkey and, you know, a little, and some green beans and maybe like a little dollop of mashed potatoes, which <laughs> we already know that's not how all of us are eating. Right. right? So, yeah. um, I think you need to, I think we need to kind of learn as a society, a lot of like self-compassion. You know, we need to, we really need to start transforming um, the way that we think. So um, instead of always being like, I shouldn't be eating this, or I can't believe I ate that um, kind of like re like making more positive um, conversations in your head. Right. So If, if you're upset that you ate pumpkin pie because you're trying to lose weight and it wasn't really like a part of your plan, let's say, mm-hmm. um, then we need to start giving ourselves the grace of being like, hey, you know, change is hard and I struggle to stick with my plan, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, or if you've eaten like a lot of pie and a, like a lot less vegetables for that meal, let's say, instead of being like, man, I can't believe I did that. I should have eaten more turnips than pie then you can start saying like, I enjoyed both the turnips and the pie and each one satisfied me. Right. Um, Because this allows you to sort of break down the cycle of negative thinking. And I think Mm -hmm. that's where a lot of issues lie. Yeah. Because if you do it, if you do it enough, your brain's going to start to believe it in the same token that if you negatively talk to yourself enough, your brain starts to believe that. Right. Yeah. Um, 
So I think like along with like the mindful eating and the water intake and the exercising, I think we also kind of need to like incorporate self-compassion. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we need we need more kindness. And I like what you said earlier where you talked about like how I don't say you give yourself permission, but like you eat healthy foods. And I guess what some people would uh, assume comfort or pleasure foods like you already give yourself permission to do that on a daily basis or like meaning like whenever you want to do that. So it's not that you don't eat it for a certain part of year. And then when it comes to Thanksgiving, now you're allowed to eat the cheesecake or, or apple pie. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. you already have permission to do that. And I, and you know, I find that when people restrict that, you know, they tend to overdo it when they quote unquote allow themselves to have that item. So right. that that's also going back to like the food rules and, you know, al- allowing your, yourself to be okay with eating, you know, a well-balanced diet with your treats and snacks as well um, as a regular thing. And it's not a forbidden bad food because that, that association uh, usually leads to an unhealthy relationship with food. And right. you're trying to figure out like, why can't I control this? Why can't I, why can't I do this? Is because you're, you're restricting yourself. You're um, like, you have all these different food rules about things and it's just not productive and having a healthy eating habit. Uh, right. So yeah, I like how you said that, like you already give yourself and I hate to even say the word permission, but I don't know what's the best way to say it. But like, it's <laughs> yeah. already a part of your eating pattern. It's not forbidding, forbidden or foreign to you. Yeah, exactly. Because I think, and I think that's why I have such a huge issue with all of these diets. Because mm-hmm. like, especially like right now, keto diet is so popular. Yeah. And yes, it works for some people and that's great. But the idea is that you're still depriving yourself. Right. Um. Because a lot of these people are now going to enter into the holidays and they're going to be like, what the heck can I eat for Thanksgiving? What the heck am I going to eat for, you know, Christmas? What or whatever holiday they celebrate? Like, um, I know a lot of my clients, like one of them does keto and she talks about how her mom bakes every single year, bakes um, these like cream puffs and she said, you know, it's a really great memory. They, they used to do it together. Um, it's a very old recipe that's been carried down through the family. And she's like, now I can't eat those because I'm on keto and um, it's going to ruin my diet. It's going to ruin everything. Um, and it's just like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like, this is why I can't stand a lot of these diets yeah. because it, they, it, it forces you to think about food in such a negative way. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes you police everything that you put in your mouth. And that's just, that shouldn't be the way that it is. Um, and that's why, like, I, I, well, I personally don't try to do that. I mean, yeah, I fall victim to it occasionally, yeah. but, um, but on an everyday, like if I want a cookie, I'm going to eat a cookie. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, no, I'm not following some sort of a rule in my head that tells me that's bad and I'm going to gain weight. Like, right. no, right. <laughs> it's just not a thing. And I understand that that's, you know, mentally, emotionally, maybe I'm just in a, in a better place than some people. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say that if you do look at food and you're like, oh man, that's, that's, 
that's, this is bad for me. And, and, you know, if you do think negatively about food, I'm not trying to say there's anything wrong with you in any way. I just think that you need to find someone who can kind of help you on this journey to discover that food is not bad versus good Mm -hmm. and that it's okay to eat what you want. Um, and, and, and so I think for me, it's, it's a lot about maybe finding a counselor or maybe if it's not a counselor, maybe finding someone, a dietitian, a nutritionist, you know, anyone who can kind of help you to sort of like rewire your brain and, and, and your thinking. Yeah. I I don't think I could have said it any better than than what you did for for sure. Like when I, when I want those M&Ms, I'm going to get it because (laughs) there's a reason I'm thinking about that. And the longer that I put it off, once I actually get to it, I am going to eat more than I would have more than what is uh, a part of a healthy diet. And that's because I've been restricting myself. And that, that's a major problem that a lot of people experience. So, so I agree with what you said about seeking help. But this, if this is a constant thought in your head, then that to me would be an alert to get some assistance um, regarding that matter. Right, right. And I think for me, like, Okay, if you're gonna do a diet, like I'm not gonna, you know, belittle you or harass yeah. you about it. But maybe it's the idea then you can kind of change your way of thinking in a, in a sense of like, hey, how can you make those cream puffs? Like, yeah, you've had this family recipe, but maybe you find a different way of making them so that it fits your style, your 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 diet or your style or whatever it is, so that you also don't feel like you're like, you know, having to deprive yourself at the same time, like. Maybe you're making a healthier version of mashed potatoes. Maybe you're making this like version of, you know, ma- uh, macaroni and cheese that is, a, that meets your, your diet a little better. Um, so I think people like in that aspect should, maybe we need to be more creative in that sense then. Um, like, hey, you like eating your family's age old recipe, but you know, it's really fun getting the family together and trying to think of an idea of how to make it fit, you know, your lifestyle now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be all about the food. The food is great. But like you were saying, like um, Thanksgiving, the the way most people perceive it is thinking about things to be thankful for, being together with your your loved ones. Um, if you're lucky, you have time off of work and having some time to, you know, really, uh, wind down and, and enjoy yourself rather than obsess, um, over the food. And Mm -hmm. you were talking about the mac and cheese and it made me want to laugh a little bit because I have not found a good, healthy mac and cheese recipe and if somebody wants to share that with me, I'm I'm down to try it. But I've tried so many, and I'm like, you know what? This just this doesn't cut the mustard for me. <laughs> so if somebody has something out there, you know, I'm willing to try it. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, down, I'm down to try. It. I mean, I mean, you know, I might have a recipe or two, okay. but you're still not gonna like them. <laughs> I already know you, so <laughs> I'm just saying this is like okay dish, but this is not. Mac and cheese. This, this, right. This is, right. This is no, I, 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 noodles. This, this is 
I mean, I get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> but for some people, that could be fun, girl. <laughs> yeah, for some people, that's that is enough. That's like okay, whoop! I got I got what I needed. So right, if that's you, more power to you. I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, I'm here. For it. How do you feel? I want to ask, and we didn't we didn't I did, we didn't write this down, but it just came to my mm. head about the turkey trot. You know what that is? The turkey trot. I don't think so. So every year on Thanksgiving, these like major cities have a race. So people in the morning, they go and run these like mile long races. Okay. And then they, they come back and they eat. Okay. Like, I think they call it the turkey trot. That's, that's sounding more familiar to me. Yeah. But, um, and I know some people who do it and the people that I know who do it, um, are the same people that get very, um, hmm, how to say this, <laughs> very, <laughs> very self-conscious about what they're going to be eating that night. Do you know what I yeah. mean? In the nicest way possible. Yeah. Like that I know that like in my head, there's this one girl I know mm. who does the race so that she can eat that meal wow. that night without feeling guilty. Yeah. When you were saying that, I was like, I could, I could think of how someone could use that as a part of uh, a way to give themselves permission or room to eat the meal for Thanksgiving. Like, oh, I'm going to run. I'm going to burn all these calories. So I'm allowed to have this this meal. Right. Um, it's not something. And I, I, yeah, I think it's, I think that's also a negative way of, of viewing it too. Sure. Like. Yeah, we sh- we're not we're not storing you know the reserves here. Like you know, right. it's not like if I burn this amount, like I now can have a meal. Like that it, that's not the way you should be thinking about it no. either. And it can backfire on you when you uh, skip meals. A lot of times, after when when it gets time for the actual meal, you tend to eat more than you would had if you just had a regular eating. Uh, day so right you like give yourself permission to eat more because you skipped and naturally like you know in your body that when you when you skip a meal or meals that puts your body into starvation mode and then you experience like low blood sugars and your body will demand calories and energy right and what it usually demands is foods that are high in fat and sugar. And because those are ener- energy dense foods, like foods that are high mm-hmm. in calories. So it's going to provide you uh, energy. So it really backfired. So it's like, well, you tried to skip those meals to save calories, but then you ate 3000 calories in one, that one sitting of your meal. So a lot right. of times it's not, that's not the, the right thing to do. Right. Right. It's it's a lot. The holidays, I didn't realize. I know I said going into this, like, what the heck are we going to talk about? But now that we keep talking, I'm like, oh, okay. Shoot. It's It's a lot. It's a lot of stuff that's like common to us, but it's, it's really abnormal when it comes to like having a healthy relationship with food. A lot of people have fear and anxiety during the holidays uh, about food. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. this would be a good topic to talk about that's relevant and 
hopefully provide some support to uh, any of our listeners that's experiencing that right now. Right. Yeah. And I would say, um, you know, maybe there's always something deeper, right? So the food and the emotions that come with that, there's always going to be something deeper. So I would say for any of our listeners, like try and dive into that and figure out what it is that's really upsetting you. Um, And if that means that you need to start, you know, kind of taking some courses with with a counselor, um, if that means you need to seek help elsewhere, like I would say do it because it's only going to be beneficial for you. Because the holidays happen every single year and you're going to have to battle it every single year. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good advice. Yeah. Good advice. (laughs) Thank you, girl. You know, sometimes I give good advice. (laughs) That's why you're here. (laughs) That's why we need your advice. Right. That's why I'm here talking to the people. (laughs) But no, um, is there anything else you want to say, Delidra? I just, uh, like I said, just um, that you guys, you're not alone and I totally agree with Angela's statement about getting support and help and let us know if we can help you out in, in any way in regards to this issue. Yes. So uh, we want to thank you all for tuning in to another episode of nutrient sisters and our final episode of the season. Um, If holidays are a stressful time for you, let us know if there's something we hadn't brought up, um, or even if you agree with everything we talked about, which, I mean, duh, but um, (laughs) seriously, (laughs) let us know um, as well, because we'd love to hear from all y'all regardless. Um, As always, click the link in our bio to hear our latest episodes, and remember to follow and subscribe on Spotify and YouTube in order to receive notifications. So since this is our last episode of the season, stay tuned in December for when we drop season two, which episodes will be released every week. So until then, have a good holiday and we shall see y'all soon. Bye.